On today's episode, we talk about the Goofy movie, give some of our secret origins, do some card game chat, and demand that someone mash up Goofy in Resident Evil 7. Yes, do it. Send it My to Lord us. Vader, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Halftone Takes, high contrast conversations where we zoom out to see the bigger picture. I am one of your hosts, Adam Bucheri, a.k.a. the host with the least. Ooh. Ooh. And I am the other half of the host, Corey Revis, a.k.a. the Diet Cran Pineapple Man. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so what are we doing today, uh, <laughs> Adam? Uh, what are you going to ask me about? What are we talking about? That's a great question, Diet Crayon Pineapple Man. <laughs> and the answer is, of course, um, what I feel is like kind of rounding out like the, the, these essential uh, bits of media that uh, really are, are part of our uh, core identities, our core memories. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and uh -oh. that is we are what going to be it? talking about the Goofy movie, a movie that oh, is uh -oh. extremely uh -oh. important to you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Get ready for a ride. <laughs> uh, can I get a ya ha ha hooey? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I don't want to do that too loud. <laughs> Come on, Max. Come on, Maxie. Let's go. Maxie, let's fucking go. Hey, Maxie. You know about fucking going? <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, so so this is a movie that, um, I mean, I feel like since the, you know, almost from moment one of our friendship uh, has been present. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like the first week of us knowing each other, you were just like, I want to be clear <laughs> that when I say that I've memorized the Goofy movie, I don't mean I know a lot of it or I, I, I'm... I've watched it many times. I mean, I have committed this movie to memory <laughs> and am able to reenact any given scene at any point in the movie at will. And exactly like that, too. In that voice, <laughs> in that cadence. <laughs> I, it's like, let me be clear. <laughs> I want to be clear. I want to make it really <laughs> Like the Obama's, the, like, I think during that time... <laughs> Oh, it was a little bit before Obama got elected, but <laughs> it's like, yeah. let me be clear. I want to make it known that a Goofy movie is <laughs> my shit. My a Goofy movie is my <laughs> shit. Uh, let me be clear. Yeah, my, my fellow Americans. My fellow Americans, know. Goofy is my vice president now. <laughs> I've taken... Uh, in, in conjunction with the CIA and uh, the FDC. We've developed a super goof serum, uh, which I will now on live television inject into myself to become a were-goof. Oh, I thought you, I thought you, you were going to say to become Captain Goof. Um, oh, I would really love the idea of Steve Rogers going into the machine and coming out as Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Turn it off. There's turn that it, Hydra yeah, agent, it, and he's like running away, and he's like, "I'll stop him." 
like his feet are just like windmilling. Oh, no, no. He, like, would, no, he would he would do that like that little spin off of Kingdom Hearts with his shield. <laughs> All I can picture now is like that whole part in Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, where they're actually he's in the machine and they're like, yep. oh, turn it off. No, don't turn it off. He can take it. No. <laughs> no, Maxie, don't turn it off. <laughs> I can take it, Doc. I can take it. <laughs> I can take it, Doc. I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> Die, Hydra skin. I'm turning it to like a southern gent with a, my bad uh, goofy impression. It, it, it takes practice. Um, uh, there's a reason why uh, the man is still the man even to today. He's still doing the voice whenever he's called. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this is a movie that uh, it has a level of familiarity and... and uh, specialness not just with you but like with your whole family um, you know yeah. uh, <laughs> um i i know it's going to okay first let me I, i'm not trying to cut you off uh first of all but i i do want to be completely transparent uh with what we're about to talk about because there are so many people that are smarter than i am who have like did like an entire thesis on this movie on YouTube and everywhere else. And I, I love a lot of them. I've actually seen quite a bit of them and I, you know, agree with a lot mm -hmm. of stuff and I actually disagree with a couple of things too. Um, so it's not all, you know, roses and stuff, but so this is not at least as far as I know, unless Adam asked me the specific questions, but this is not going to be a review of the movie. Um, no. yeah, I, I don't want to review this movie. I don't want to bring out and say, this is what they really meant. This is what's going on. This is, I'm like, no, this is just my, like, unless otherwise stated, this is just my personal experience. And, you know, one of the, one of the, uh, probably one of my top 10 favorite movie experiences. Um, it's a great mm -hmm. movie, but I love the experience of me with this movie more than anything because, well, I'll, I'll leave that for later on because I don't know what you're going to ask me, but yeah, I just want to make that perfectly clear. I am not reviewing this movie, so don't, so, hey, nerds, don't come in the comments section and say, well, um, actually, what they really meant was when they made this song is blah, blah, I'm like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah, it's look, there's not that much to to read into it. We're not going to do like the what it, wouldn't it be fucked up if Rugrats were like they were all dead the whole oh. time. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I hate that shit. Shut up. No, it's just a, it's a good time. Like it's a fun yes. movie. Yes. It's it's got great songs. It's actually pretty evergreen animation. too. At least the first one. I think so. The first one's pretty evergreen, yeah. so an extremely goofy movie. Like we'll touch on that a little bit, but I I think that movie is hilariously nineties. Oh, it's it's it, well early two thousands. Um, and the only reason why I say mm. that is because I remember 
I think that same year, the X Games was really big. And I think it was like 2003 or something. I, I forget yeah, when it came yeah. out. But it was something like that where the X Games was huge. And I was... <laughs> well... I don't want to do that. I'm going to go in. I don't want to go into stuff like that. I'm waiting for you to ask me, give me some direction because I'll go off. I'll go off on a rant and it'll just be <laughs> me talking for an hour. And then Adam will say, okay, that's the episode. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the three questions that I'm going to ask today are one, what's your relationship to it? Uh, just kind of personally. Uh, two, how has it influenced you both as like an artist and as a uh, a critic? Mm-hmm. You know, how has this kind of shaped how you view films? Uh, and then the third question is uh, like, what kind of makes this film special? Not just in that it's something that you like, but like it, it's really unusual as a movie in the Disney canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well, let's start with the first one, obviously. Let's go in order. Um, what's my relationship to it? Um, like many uh, uh, of our peers, our age and whatnot, we kind of grew up with this movie because this movie came out like during, I guess, during the Renaissance, actually. Like the, the Disney Renaissance, the first one anyway. And mm. I feel that it was... For for me, this is my exposure to it. Is I remember going to see this in a theater, um, with my family, and we were howling the entire time. We were dying because I was like, I can't believe this is actually this funny. Um, and I mean, obviously, I'm a kid, so I'm like, oh yeah, this is funny. But even then, I got some of like the more subtle, like humor to that movie. And mm. also the 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 subtle emotion to that movie too, because that movie is actually really emotional. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it's got a, a real sincere heart. And that's saying something. Like to me, like obviously back in the day, I was like, yeah, this is just a good movie and everything, and it's really funny. And you know, me and my siblings, we were howling. We loved the movie. We watch it on loop, and I'm not kidding, on loop. Um, that's how Adam mentioned earlier. I kind of know that movie front to back, word for word, including the songs. And I'm not kidding you. We quoted that entire thing. No. Me and my family, for a reference, me and my family would go on vacations, like family vacations, like every uh, other year. And we would drive down to like Myrtle Beach, like straight down. We wouldn't take a plane like some plebs. We would drive. So... We quoted that entire movie front to back all the way down. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> yep. Not my parents, but me and my uh, two siblings. We would do that. And I feel like this is this is a situation that's uh, maybe not common. No. <laughs> but no, absolutely not. Uh, no, but I feel like like there are lots of households that have had like, oh, there's that Thing, one yeah, movie there's that a, looms yeah. large. Um, you know. For, for me and my older brother, uh, we once challenged ourselves on a very long uh, airplane flight <laughs> to write the script from memory to uh, Adam West's 1966 <laughs> Batman That's the movie. That's awesome. That is awesome. And we, and we gave up because we got bored. Really? <laughs> like, it was just like, wow. yeah, it was just like, well, 
I mean, this is, this is exactly what it, yeah. This is this is fine. Like we can do this, but it. But why would we, didn't we do realize it? Realize <laughs> that what we were signing up for was writing like a hundred pages. Yeah, and that's a lot. We just didn't feel like it. But you guys could do that though, and that's awesome though. <laughs> like yeah. you guys can actually do that. But um, yeah, the movie's great. Yeah, but uh, oh man, I haven't seen that movie in years too. Uh, <laughs> just talking about something that's great, but um. Yeah, it, that's it's a movie where uh, every scene is the best scene in the movie <laughs> yeah. and every line is the funniest line in the movie. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like circling back to Goofy movie, every scene can be paused. Every frame yep. can be paused and it's gold. And I'm talking either like animation gold or <laughs> like humor gold or both. Every yep. sync. We did it like that's it's back got- in the day where we had those for all you old heads that are like our age. Do you guys remember those TVs that you had the, like the clicker that you could have like a, um, like a little pip, like a smaller, uh, uh, screen on the bottom, like half of the uh, TV. And then you could freeze that freeze frame it, um, with certain like, uh, controllers. I'm sorry. Like remote controls clicker. I'm, I'm from like, <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh. It's local so, slang. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> But yeah, gonna gonna go shopping and put my groceries in a buggy. Yeah, <laughs> and use my sweeper and <laughs> pick up all the lint off the, off the carpet. Maybe I'll grab a sweet grinder on my way home. What in the hell uh, is that spot? That's a Massachusetts <laughs> yeah, slug. That's, that's, that's a that's a that's a that's a submarine sandwich. Oh, you mean a sub? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's gonna say. I'm thinking that is Massachusetts, but. It's a it's a hoagie. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly. me, it's know, a talk, hoagie. Talk about stuff being wicked. But yeah, I know. Right? Get out of here with your Boston nonsense. Get out of here. <laughs> I was only born there. Like, I don't even have... <laughs> hey, it comes out I'm occasionally. Not, I properly, I have no memories from Massachusetts, but I got a little bit of the slang. Yeah, you. It comes out occasionally. I'm like, what are you? I look at. I look straight in your eyes. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Like, that is, I have a very humorous and, I guess, familial love with the movie because it was so wrapped up in my family. Um, like, there's a couple of movies that I have of that. Like, we'll get to, like, probably some of them like um, eventually. Like, one of them is The Iron Giant. Um, that's another one mm-hmm. where we, like, you know, ran that on loop. But that means something yep. a little different to me than the hilarity of the Goofy movie and the sincerity of the Goofy movie. So, well, that's another podcast. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, it's it, it was definitely a big thing where we would quote it all the time. And I still kind of occasionally quote it all the time. It's one of the only Disney movies like Disney repertoire movies, like especially animated that I know all the song, know and love all the songs to. Um, that's rare. I, mm-hmm. I am, I, I like, I like most Disney films. I do not like most of their songs. <laughs> I, I think that's I know, a great point. I know. It's, there's, I know there's a lot of hit and miss. Yeah. It's, it, there's a little bit of blasphemy in there from, I know some of my friends who are like, hardcore about like disney uh especially like disney renaissance music 
is like sure. super the- theatrical and stuff and it's really good and i'm like mm, i don't know about all that but they're like oh you don't like <laughs> you don't you're just you're just weird i'm like i don't know i just don't feel a lot of it the ones that everybody loves like when frozen mm-hmm. came out for example now mind you this might be a little bit past our past our prime but frozen nothing but let it go nothing but all these kinds of other things i'm like that song sucks. <laughs> that song is not the oh, best. Really? I, I don't think that's the I, best song in that movie. I don't think it's the best I, song in that movie. I mean, I think it's firmly in the upper tier because, like, there's a lot of clunkers in, in Frozen. Oh, I know. I know. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I, I, I understand why it it's good. pretty good. It was yeah. overplayed as hell. And, like, yeah. I, I can't blame anyone for being way over it well here's like here's the thing compare that to the songs entangled which came before i I mean i think there's a lot of clunkers entangled i love the songs entangled though (laughs) so see there you go and i i tend to like a lot of villain songs too um i usually judge a movie by a, a film especially a disney film by it's uh how good their uh villain songs are and well, they were they were the high watermark for such a long time. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. And even though like my favorite one is nobody's favorite, everybody loves like you know Lion King. Be prepared, Kings. yeah. Be... Obviously slaps. Oh man, uh, I mean it's good. Uh, uh, poor unfortunate souls. That one's really Classic. good too. Um, that one's really good too. But my favorite, and it is completely situational, and I get it. But I love. I love it because I would always sing it and I would always play it on the piano too. Is Stop keeping us in suspense. Uh it's uh Ratcliffe's Gold. From uh. Pocahontas. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, like that's what? A controversial who? One. <laughs> Everybody's like who? Yeah. Uh that one Pocahontas also real mixed bag. You know what? That is that is another that's another podcast episode because I got things to say about that. To not only that movie but also to the fan, to like the fans that hate that movie, I got some words for y'all. But I don't want to go into that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to go into it. Because um, that's another one that I actually loved as a kid. That as I got older and say, hey guys, how about that Pocahontas? And everybody just gave me dirty looks. And I'm like, what? What did I do? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I get it. But at the same time. I'm also giving a side out of all of you, and you're like, okay, you all, you guys all hate this, but then you, you'll come out of nowhere for other stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see how it is. I mean, you know, it, with with all of these things, and yeah. I think uh, Disney movies, and specifically Pixar movies, yeah, like there, there, there's just it's just a real litmus test where some people are gravitate towards yeah. towards one or the other. So like I'm not surprised that there are sick freaks who think Pocahontas is okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't but, uh, I think it you you hit it right there it says I think it's okay. I don't think it's like oh my goodness this is great. No. no. It it's definitely it, not. But it also isn't it, like the worst thing they've ever made either, and it's offensive to in every sense of the word. I'm like, guys, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, and, and this is the thing about, I don't want to like, play that discourse. game, but I, well, I don't want to play that game of oh, it, just because it wasn't a lot, like it wasn't a lot worse, doesn't mean it's not bad, not good. I'm like, true. However, I don't think it's as bad as you guys imagine. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and, and that's just the thing with discourse in general, where yeah. it's like. 
uh, it tends towards like best of all time or worst of all time. <laughs> and it's really hard to talk about like it was a B minus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say it's a solid C. Uh, in my opinion, I, it's a solid C, but I would give it a C, uh, like a, between a C minus and a D. D. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I understand. I'm pretty cool on I, it, I, but that's that's fine because I get it. I at the same time, I get it. For me personally, it's a C, but for a lot of people, it's like no F. Yeah, it fails. It's not, a, it's, yeah. it's not an F. Yeah. but like it's definitely it's definitely I also. I'm never really willingly going to put it on. Yeah. And so. that's, and that's a thing and that's fine. Um, yeah. I get it, but that's, this is not what this is about though. Um, goofy movie is still top tier. Let's go back to the top. Yeah. <laughs> goofy movie is top tier. So it's, it, but it, it's for me, it's top tier because of one, the message that it gives. Um, mm. I really like it that it's honest about it and it shows a lot. It gives a lot of character to somebody who didn't have a lot of character in the first place. Now, mind you, they added a lot of that yeah. stuff in like um, from other things like before a goofy movie, there was goof troop. So they had a lot to work with too. Um, but I think that, rather than bring stuff down and make stuff not make sense like a lot of movies do, uh, it added to it and added more emotion to it, in my opinion. And um, I definitely felt it, um, especially since, you know, my relationship with my dad. I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying for all you people listening, I don't have a strained relationship with my father. I actually love my dad and my dad loves me. But when I watched this, I looked at my dad and I was like, I'll go on a fishing trip with my dad anytime. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll just do it. But yeah, it, it was one of those things like that. And um, also, and I know we're probably going to get into this a little later, but I saw myself in Max a lot. And sure. I know this is, <laughs> I know this is all over the place right now because of Atlanta. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, but, um, do you watch Atlanta, Adam? No, it's one of those shows where I'm like, I almost certainly would like this. Yeah, oh man, you'd uh, love it. You haven't gotten love around it. to it. Um, we'll have another episode about, uh, modern day sitcoms. Cause that's one I really want to have an episode about that and talk to you really? about modern day sitcoms. I think this is a great example of that. Um, it's very absurdist, but it's black culture absurdist. Which you don't really see a lot of, and it's like... Yeah, that's, that's not a, a thing that's so common that I can just be like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just another one of these shows. No, it's it's yeah. def Donald Glover, it, he definitely did a very good job with it. And I, like, it's... It's pretty hard to argue that Donald Glover, like, is one of the great talents of our time. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's such a renaissance man. Yeah, yeah. It's surprising too. He has his hands in so much stuff, and he's been in yeah. so like so many like levels of things. It's not just one. He's not just a one note person too. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I I appreciate it. But he made something special with Atlanta. Atlanta is pretty hilarious. Um, but um, I don't know if you heard. I'm not gonna go into it completely. You'll have to go watch it for yourself. But they did like kind of a mockumentary on a Goofy movie. Um, oh wow! It, it is. 
one of the funny it it's it takes itself so seriously <laughs> and it's absurdly serious about it it's completely made up but it looks like it if you don't know anything about it it looks like it's real and i'm not kidding he made he did a very good job making it look like it's real <laughs> but you, mm-hmm, i'm gonna, mm-hmm. i'm not going to say anything else because i don't want to spoil a surprise but it is so good so if you know you know if you've seen atlanta you know what I'm you know what I'm referencing. But so it's goofy movies back in the zone again, back in the news. Um I do want to say that this does highlight our really absurd uh spoiler policy that we have here where we're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes whatever. we'll care, sometimes we won't. Yeah, it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh but right now I am for Adam personally, he'll get a kick out of it. Um so but anyway, like it's it's that's just to say that it's you know kind of back in the news a little bit, um, and like it ever. I feel went like away. it's gotten a, a critical reevaluation in the last couple of years, and people have been like, "No, it's not just nostalgia. Like this is good." Yeah, this act. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly what's happened. Because um, I think a lot of people have done, maybe in the last couple of years, a lot of people have done like re reviews of a goofy mm-hmm. movie because it's like, oh, this can't be that good, and everybody's like, you know what, actually. <laughs> This is this movie slaps. It's actually one of Disney's best original takes on its own property that it made up on the spot and it actually followed through with its character development and everything. It's actually surprisingly good. Yeah. And yeah, then it's not I, surprising I think it's at a, all. It's a really actually, unusual film in the Disney canon in a way that like uh makes me appreciate it. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, it's that is my per that's my um I guess like my relationship to it. Um now what was the second one? How has it influenced uh me personally? Um Yeah. And by that I mean like as an artist, we went to school for animation. Yeah. And I know for a fact that that was a huge touchstone. Uh but also just in like in your taste and Yeah. Um and that's and that's a good question. Um I, I do want to go into a, a little bit of my, I guess, childhood, <laughs> me growing up, um, because that, this is definitely a big thing why I love this. I've had a, you know, uh, a relationship with this movie and, you know, that, that may sound weird, but really I kind of did because mm-hmm. of um, kind of what I... I'm trying not to be so like, woe is me with this a little bit, but um, it is a part of what what's going on here is uh, when I was a kid, especially in like middle school, I got bullied a lot, um, a lot, a lot, um, because I mean, I grew up in a suburban neighborhood um, for, I mean, over time it got better, but for the longest time I was one of like, a handful of black kids. Um, and I was probably one of the like few very in, in that I was probably one of the few kids that didn't act stereotypical. And, um, I was kind of a lot quieter. I did my, I did my work. I was a good kid, but I was skinny and relatively shorter than a lot of the other (laughs) other kids so 
obviously kids can be cruel and um I felt like I didn't fit in not only with the regular you know just the group as a whole but also with my black peers and that that shit hurts because <laughs> I'm like hey I'm you know I I'm I was, you know, a nerd too, but I was also smart. So I was a geek. It's cool to be a nerd. It's kind of not cool to be a geek <laughs> type thing at that time anyway. And, you know, it's, I, I was into a lot of different stuff. Like, I, I liked everything. I, I liked a lot of things that I just absorbed. Um, and by the way, it's back in that time, there was a lot of stuff that was going on. Like, you know. Um, there's the skateboard scene and, you know, um, like punk rock and all that kind of stuff that was kind of, you know, in a stream where anybody could absorb it. It was kind of for everybody, but it still had its, you know, barriers. Yeah, I think that we were like growing up right on the cusp of like nerdy becoming cool, but we weren't yeah, entirely right on the edge. Yeah, it definitely wasn't there, at least where I grew up. And it was, you know, unfortunate. Like, you know, I felt mm. left out, even though I knew I like I looked at my skin. I'm like, I'm black like you guys. Come on. What, what did I do <laughs> type thing? But it, it, you know, it like going back to that, that hurts when you feel like you're not included, yeah. even though you you know, or automatically should be automatically included. You're just different. But, you know, at that age, especially that that doesn't matter to a lot of, you know, kids. And um, yeah. And, and I don't want to pretend like I, you know, understand that experience directly. But like, it's hard to feel like uh, you're being excluded because you don't fit perfectly into any one of the boxes. Yeah. And, and that's and that's yeah, because like here, the, the problem is I got bullied by the white kids because I wasn't, you know, I was still black, even yep. though I kind of knew stuff that was like Pokemon and everything like that. I was into it, but I was bullied by the white kids and I was bullied by the black kids because, you know, I, I was into some of the stuff that, but not enough into, you know, the stereo, like I said, the stereotypical, you know, black stuff to be yep. considered black. And, that goes into a whole different conversation of, okay, why, why is it like that we all have to be like one thing and all that kind of stuff, which still kind of goes on today, but I think people are starting to kind of, we're not starting, but being with the internet and being exposed to a lot more people all over the world, a lot more black people yeah. and how, you know, you can still be black and be completely into whatever you are but still be considered black because, you know, it's about your skin, not about, your, you know, you still be a part of the culture. I think that's a big, important thing. But when I was a kid that I was like, it, it, it I felt alone in that. And it mm -hmm. honestly, I mean, this could be a, you know, a conversation for another time, but it honestly made me very angry. Um, I got really angry as a kid. Um, so, but, um, a goofy movie when that came out i saw myself as max yeah. um because and and i think a lot of i think that's a lot of reason why a lot of um the black culture loves the goofy movie it's because mm -hmm. it kind of 
And I am not stealing this. I'm kind of referencing uh, another guy that I watch on YouTube. He kind of said this, and I completely 100% agree because I thought this way. Is He's like, it. Goofy Movie was kind of one of the first, if not the first, Disney film, animated film that recognized black people exist. <laughs> because yeah. so much of black culture is in that movie. And it's just like just the the music, like like I said, Powerline. I mean, it's definitely it, it's definitely Prince <laughs> with a little yeah. bit of Michael Jackson, but that's definitely Prince. Yeah, he's got he's got a little bit of like smattering of other artists, but like ninety yeah. percent by volume Prince. <laughs> and yeah. like God, and he's I, fucking great. And yeah, it's so great. And I think a lot of that music in there is, I think. I think black culture kind of recognize it from somewhere in their lives. And they're like, Oh, okay. And just how people interact in that movie, how just for a simple thing of, um, Max and PJ, they dab mm -hmm. and they like, they dab it up in, in that uh, movie. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, here, like, something that I think is interesting, and, like, feel free to to correct me if I'm speaking out of turn, oh, but, yeah. like, Goofy has existed for a long time. But this is, like, the first time that uh, I feel like there has been, like, a definitive, like, black coding to both him and his family. Yeah. Like, would you agree? I, I, I you know what? I would kind of agree with that, because... I never really thought of that way, but at the same time, now I think about it, I'm like, okay, that's a good, that's a good way to put it because people recognize Max almost basically as black or at least like, you know, mixed because mm -hmm. we also don't know his mom. <laughs> yeah. So, mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't know what his mom looks like. So now mind you, people have had, uh, they've had like theories obviously if you go right. back into the if people like the you know like, the, like he buds like a pod person you know he just uh <laughs> oh, i was replicates. talking about like i was talking about like gandalf in the lord of the rings movies when he's like <laughs> sitting in the cave and he's like going through all of like the the pages and stuff and he's like oh 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 it's like <laughs> okay i get it but really Written it's now in the second age the <laughs> yeah. tale of the goof clarabelle Clarabelle, for all y'all who know, <laughs> if you know, you know, but, but yeah, that it's supposed to be canon that we're not supposed to know. It's Goofy is literally a single father. So mm. and he's been that way for a long time, apparently, to the point that, you know, they barely mentioned the mom. So maybe the mom left or what have you. But at the same time, it could have been like a Rugrat situation where the mom passed away when Max was like born or something. But yeah. for all intents and purposes, Max's mom could have been bl like black. <laughs> so Max yeah. could be, you know, mixed and stuff, which I don't know. I don't know if anybody thought of that. I don't know if I'm the first one to think of that, but that would have been even more of a <laughs> awesome thing. And people would have been like, see, I told you, I told you this was the thing. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's, you know, that's one of the tools that, um, people use is you know uh abstracting who the characters are you know often by making them into animal people such as disney yeah. often does and it, to, to um, disney's detriment sometimes it's yeah yeah but like but, being able to deliberately obfuscate 
uh, ethnicity and then like blend those lines and play around in that space a little bit. Like, yeah, uh, is definitely a thing that happens. I, I feel like that's oh yeah, not up for argument. Like, I think that's just true. And I think Disney um, does it best, to be honest. Um, yeah. And, and so when I say that, like, there's a black coding to them, I'm not speaking authoritatively and that, like, that's unquestionably the intent. I'm just saying, let like, it feels like they're tapping into part of that culture for, uh, at, le- at the very least, this specific portrayal yeah. of them. And, yeah, and I agree. Um, because after this, actually, before this, Max and Goofy were kind of just analogous in a goof troop it was kind of like now mind you it was still had a little bit of it because of the theme song is any indication i was like okay which one of y'all which one of y'all animators are black and like you immediately said no let me take the reins on this i want to do this i got this i get yeah i got this but uh this is unix (laughs) i know this yeah yeah i i recognize this this is Mm. me let me do this. Now, mind you, that's going into, uh, oh man, that just makes me want to tell you about like the Atlanta episode, <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have to watch that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what we were just, what we were literally just talking about, but it is, um, yeah, I like going like circling back a little bit. It, I did see myself in as in max and further mm. from then on too. Because I think they kept that version of Max from yep. anything onward. Like when he appeared in like House of Mouse and stuff like that, which everybody was so mad because they kept dropping Max. <laughs> like Goofy just had a son that didn't have a, have a son, had a son yeah. that didn't have a son. And I'm like, guys, at least pick one. But we all know what the answer wants to be, what everybody wants, because it was really important that i felt like because uh, this is the thing um this is this has been a like a a meme for like years but of the three main characters mickey uh donald and goofy we -hmm. all know one of them has a legitimate biological son so that means that Goofy has sex. <laughs> oh, hey, I just want to be explicitly clear to all you out there in podcast land. <laughs> Goofy fucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we all know this. So, And we all know yeah, it. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> so, Does Mickey fuck? Maybe. I don't know. It's Not, on the fence. Yeah, it's on maybe the fence. Maybe he just holds hands and stares longingly. But Goofy... No, Goofy gets it in. Yahoo! <laughs> I mean, that's been a joke. And we're not bringing up, we're not making anything new. That's been a joke <laughs> for years. But to to that to that end, we know that there's been a relationship there. We know that there's like Goofy has like actual life. Like Goofy has an actual life. I mean, now that we know Donald has an actual life too because of the new show, and they keep iterating on Donald's story. So sure, right now, yeah, the, the Ducktales, yeah, uh, I mean, modern that, show kind of doing a similar trick of yeah. like turning him into a character when yeah. previously he was just kind of an archetype. Yeah, and to be fair, it's really good. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. like, okay, I get it. So right now, Mickey's left in the dust. Oh well, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and and I mean, I that's. 
really uh, kind of a function of his mascot status, yeah. where they're too scared to actually do anything. Let him with have him. any flaws or any shade, and so he just has to be this kind of noble but good. I mean, they did you pull know, a couple piece of, of plain times, white bread. A couple of times they did try to make him edgy. Like they made mm. the video game. Remember Ep- Epic Mickey? Oh, that's such a strange. It's that's such a, whole a strange can I of bought, worms. I bought that game and. While it, I like the idea. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, from the creator of Deus Ex. Yeah, so weird, <laughs> so weird. Uh, but um, and they also made it like a Detective Mickey like comic book. I think it was, was it an American or French comic book? The French love to do co- like hardcore stuff with Disney characters. Yeah, I don't know why, but okay. But they made it like a like a like a a little bit of a darker. I hate to use that word too, but a little bit of a more grittier, um, like Mickey with like Detective Mickey and how he was trying to solve like actual crimes of stuff <laughs> like in like the cartoon world that he was in, which was it was cool. But since then, they haven't really done anything. He's just been in a like a cameo type person. He just appears sometimes, but yeah, th- there's like the modern uh, shorts, yeah, which are done in like kind of that Flash style, which like. I'm not using uh, derogatorily. It's like a vector flat yeah. uh, graphic it, it style, looks good. which I think are like actually like really quite good and pretty well made. Yeah. Uh, and he gets to to do some fun stuff there. Yeah. Uh, but for decades, he was just backseated to this. Just the uh, icon status, like you said. No, he yeah. was just you're you're a you're the you're the face of this company. You can't really do too much of nothing. We use your we use your ears in a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this kind of segues us into the third question, which is uh, what makes the Goofy movie special? And I think we're we're touching on one yeah. of those things, which is that it takes a character that was previously not treated seriously and it takes them seriously. Yeah. And you know, it's in it, there... it takes Goofy from being the guy who tries to set up a uh, home entertainment system and fucks it up. Yeah, <laughs> into like a single father who has who still tries to set up a home, who still tries to set up a home, home entertainment system and still fucks. <laughs> so That's true. It's not. It's not. They don't take away from him. They just give him yeah. a little bit more motivation, in my opinion. But they still. Yeah. It's still goofy. And I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest things that makes the movie so genuinely funny. Like, actually, genuinely yeah. evergreen funny. I watched that movie today, and I didn't watch it today, but I can watch it, like, I watched it, like, maybe a couple weeks ago. Still mm-hmm. hilarious. Because it doesn't take away, like, that's, I remember being that age and acting exactly like Max. And act and mm-hmm. having, I'm telling you, one of my favorite this is just going into me being being about the goofy movie right now because we're we can <laughs> but one of my favorite characters in that movie is principal mazer because of how he is crazy great. he is he is absolutely insane and i remember people like that when i was in middle school <laughs> that's uh that's voiced by wallace sean right yeah yeah <laughs> it's love great. wallace sean it's one of one of my favorite scenes in that movie and we me and my brother and sister, we always quote this because yeah, when we the, saw the this in the call. movie, oh the yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the phone call is one of the funniest. It's so serious. It's played so serious when you think about it. Yeah, because he's literally like threatening his son 
And I'm like, yeah. wow, geez, dude. But <laughs> Your son needs to get into shape oh, before no, he no. ends up in the electric chair. I, I can quote that entire thing, that entire scene. <laughs> it is one of the best quotable scenes in that movie. It's an exceedingly it, quotable movie. Because it's so, like, not only this, but my sister pointed it out to me this to me like years ago and I can't get this out of my head and this is what makes it even more funnier after all of that after that whole thing of the he's like if I were you Mr. Goof I'd seriously reevaluate the way you're raising your child before he ends up in the electric chair click (laughs) and then he just hangs up on it yeah I mean and then like I want like the the version where it just sits on him like for a second he's in his office he's like (sighs) (sighs) yeah yeah, that went good. <laughs> yeah. He hangs up on him. That's what cracked me up. Just my my sister, my sister Josie, she pointed that out. And she's like, why would he just hang up? He would do all that. Why would he just hang up on him? He didn't even yeah. know if it came all the way through. He just hangs up on him. I was like, it's, wow. It's I didn't one of those situations that. where like it is a serious scene. But, like, the line delivery, like, really elevates oh, yeah. the comedy in, in kind of exactly the same way as um, in The Incredibles, where it's just, like, coincidence? I think not! Yeah. Or that, or, like, in The Incredibles 2, which I think is even more of a, uh, like, a, a scene like that where uh, Mr. Incredible, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, it's been, like, what, 10 years or something like that, but um, where Mr. Incredible, like, loses his shit. Because he like mm. actually is super stressed out. I love that scene because it actually is kind of scary, but it's still funny because the kids like stop because they're like, you know, this guy could like level the mountain. <laughs> type yeah, thing. not a great place to be. Yeah, but it's I've still really funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's still really funny because he literally is like, <laughs> he's like, what, what are you? He's like. Uh, they don't call me Mr. Incredible or Mr. So-so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I love that scene. That scene's really funny. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. I, I think the secret weapon of the Goofy movie is, uh, again, treating its characters seriously and treating them like real people. And, like, something I talk about all the time is the value of contrast, where yeah. it's like... If everything is at maximum level all the time, that's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so so like kind of one of my go-to examples is uh, the video game Dead Space. Ew, where, yeah, yeah. I think you, I think like you ranted about this. Constantly <laughs> jump scaring yeah. you. And yeah. like the tension is always cranked up and it's always scary and the lights are always flickering. And that means that none of it's scary because it's all kind of the same level like it it doesn't maintain the pacing Mm -hmm. and because it doesn't give you quiet moments the loud moments don't feel nearly as loud that's just the room temperature you know how's that for a hot take people it's adam Adam hates dead space how do you like that I'll play everybody, the Dead Space remake, but I'm not optimistic. Everybody Those attack him in the comments. Suck attack ass. him. <laughs> turret sections him. suck kill ass. Him, kill him in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, you know, you know the email. We give it in this episode. <laughs> like, it's email an embarrassment. Adam, yeah, email Adam at Dead Space sucks, and I'm and I'm proud of how much. <laughs> 
Email me at dead space is a C minus, and it's difficult to have that kind of conversation in the discourse. <laughs> it plays pretty good. I like the stomp. Oh man, uh, that's really good. Does anyway. Really make- <laughs> But anyways, like the point is that like contrast is a really important tool where even something like Mad Max Fury Road, where it's billed as like, this is a nonstop action sequence. The whole movie is one giant chase, which is true. Yep. But there's ebb and flow. There's moments of like really high intensity. And then there's moments where they're stuck in the mud and or they they get to have like this personal connection Mm -hmm. or they just stop. Like they just yeah. stop. Like <laughs> there's moments where they just stop and talk. And and those are really important yeah. to the flow of it. And the Goofy movie um, definitely has this when you think about it. It's there's it stop and go. Does. And it's not the, just it's not what I like about this movie a lot. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to get into uh more of what you're saying is because I'm thinking of a whole bunch of stuff, is like this movie has that, but it has genuine moments of emotion from the goofiest character in that movie which is goofy where you feel for him on an immense level like i always go back to the scene with him talking it's just a conversation with uh pete when they're in the hot tub i was like what i was going to bring up holy (laughs) shit because pete lays it down and that's the real conversation and that's the point of the movie that's the entire point of the whole movie is like i my uh, my son respects me. What does yours do? Type thing. And yeah. Goofy just wants Max's love. And he's but, doing but anything he thing. can. Yeah. He's doing anything he can to get it. And he does he's just he doesn't want to lose his son. Now, mind you, it there's a whole different comp, like, you know, a whole different overarching thing going on. But that's the basically the main theme of the movie. It's about a father and their son and the relationship of Pete would rather just rule over his son. And you see PJ just being miserable the entire time. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know. It, it, it's about how Pete does the very real, very human thing of mm-hmm. conflating, like, fear and uh, uh, intimidation obedience. with yeah, fear respect and, obedience. and love. Yep. Fear and, and ob- he, has, he just has to obey me. Everything I do. Yeah. And he's fine. And uh, yeah. in an extremely goofy movie, uh, PJ should have just like fucking gone wild and just been doing like cocaine binges and just be like, my dad can't tell me what to do. I mean, to be fair on uh, to Pete, though, he said, hey, come on, son. I can't miss you if you won't leave. <laughs> and he turns his <laughs> room into a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, you didn't have to go hard on that. But at the same time, that is canon for Pete. Pete is has always been a, a mook. So he's always been that way, but that's the point yeah. because he's a, he's a foil character for goofy. Cause goofy is the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And you start to love him even more because he's not, he's not Pete. Even when he's mean, it's like, this doesn't feel like goofy. And he hates himself for doing it half the time. He's like, yeah. I don't feel like this is right. But I, at the same time, I don't know what else to do. So I guess I'll just give my son the map and say, I'm not even going to look at the map anymore. Matter of fact, you pick all the stuff from here to Lake Destiny. I trust you wholeheartedly, son. To but the like, open it's... road. <laughs> 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 uh, 
but like it 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 creates real pathos and like yeah. real emotion when you know you have the the you know okay do we go right or left do we go oh, towards man. the real destination that, or towards power line that and, that, hurt, you know, that hurts more when we're older because i'm like does. if i did that to my dad i would feel horrible <laughs> oh because he you know he would want to go it, it, that that scene that scene in itself is like anxiety inducing <laughs> but it's like come on man yeah like uh, it's like there is heart there is like it it t- takes its characters seriously and i think it just gains so much by doing that yeah you know uh again i think it's from the hot tub scene but it might be from another one but like just the very serious scene where goofy's just like no max wouldn't do that like no i oh, trust yeah, that, my that's, son yeah that that's the hot tub scene because like, like i trust my son maybe it's so earnest that that There's one no... line after he says that is like so like serious like you know yeah. maybe my son isn't all the things you think a son should be but he loves me and i was like whoa <laughs> yeah like thinking about that now obviously as an adult you're like whoa they're actually having words with each other like pizza is hey my son respects me your son doesn't like your son doesn't respect you i'm like man <laughs> yeah Pete, and if I, Pete, that's so messed, that's so messed up, baby. <laughs> How are you going to do that? It's not great. Yeah, yeah, Pete's, Pete's not a good dad. Yeah. I mean, but that's um, evident. Like, Pete's not necessarily a good time, person. Like, Pete is a very real he's kind He's a of real person. character. I feel like yep. everyone kind of knows someone like that. Like that. Yep. Who... And Pete, and Pete is, doesn't help why, because the first thing that happens is everybody's instilling fear into Goofy. Goofy is so like wholeheartedly wholesome and people are e- people can easily like fool him into hey you're if you don't take control of your life and your son he's going to run around with some gang and steal stuff and cause riots and all, do all <laughs> this stuff so the first thing so if Max gets in trouble by barely doing anything immediately Goofy goes on red alert he's like oh no I can't do this I can't lose my son like this not my son yeah. <laughs> so and, and that is a real response. You expect that from Goofy because he's just trying to be he's just trying to you know he's not being mean by taking his son on a you know on a you know uh vacation a camping trip. He just wants to spend time with him. Obviously Max sees it as how could you do this to me that <laughs> I I I yeah. am about to get a girl. I am about to go on a party, go to a party. I'm about to be the most, I'm already the most popular kid in school because I did that, like, Prince, uh, <laughs> that Prince number. I got in yep. trouble, and everybody thinks that's cool that I got in trouble. Badass. <laughs> yeah. I, I just skateboarded home through a construction site and didn't get killed. Like, I am the man. <laughs> <laughs> I am the man. I saved a kid from electrocuting themselves. That was awesome. Dad, <laughs> don't you see how awesome I am? And that's a, I mean, that's a juxtaposition to how he left his house that morning, though, too. He left yeah. his house completely, like, you know. Terrified. Yeah, completely basically. terrified and stuff. So I'm like, it feels so well, because you see that the characters in the movie act like characters. They act accordingly. They don't do yeah. anything really stupid. You see, even when they're Goofy's doing Goofy stuff, it's all to connect with his son everything is to connect what what you buy with it what you buy with that sincerity is you recontextualize 
Goofy as a character from being just a bumbling dipshit, which he normally is. He's just yeah. he's just Goofy. Yeah. Like he's defined by pratfalls. To being someone who is like relentlessly optimistic in the mm-hmm. face of, you know, functionally the real world. And through the power of that optimism makes the world a better place. Like, yeah, he actually it, makes everywhere around him like it brightens up and not in just a sense of he treats like even watch how he interacts with other people. Like he's like, yeah, this is cool. This is awesome type thing. Even Pete, even Pete. He never hates Pete. <laughs> he's just like, no. oh, Pete's just it, trying it to is. help. Maybe it's not good advice, but he's just trying to help. And I'm like, wow, wow, bro. But at the same time, it's that's Goofy's personality. And and, and like maybe I'm I'm reading too much into it, but like the comparison that I come to is um Corey, did you see everything everywhere all at once? No, I haven't seen it yet. But I think I know what character you're talking about. Okay. I, I yeah. Know what, so I, yeah, I know what character you're talking just about. Just a, a minor spoiler, like a, a conversation that happens in that movie is the husband character. Yeah, I knew is, you were going to go to, yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to go yeah. to him. Uh, Waymond is yeah. the, the character's name. Uh, a, a wonderful return from the character who played uh, uh, in, Short Round in, 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 yeah, in Indiana, in Indiana Jones, Jones and uh, Data and the Goonies. Oh, absolutely wonderful performance oh yeah uh, I treasure i've heard it's it, i've much. heard it's like phenomenal i've seen a couple yeah. of scenes and stuff like clips and i'm like mm-hmm. man i gotta watch this whole movie without stopping i've seen a couple yeah. of things but i'm like i gotta watch this whole thing so but but at one point um there there's a conversation between the, it's a multiverse movie so there's a version of this character who on yeah. the surface is very successful and has everything that he wants and uh, he's having a, a, a very sincere conversation because he's also this goofy kind of outsized character. Uh, but he's talking about how I know that you see my silliness and my basically my goofiness mm-hmm. um, as me not taking things seriously but it is a calculated strategic choice. It is how I choose to fight this yeah. world is with optimism and I've seen with that scene. sincerity. And it's just like, it's fuck, so good. Man, like that really, that, that really works for we me. We need more of that because I mean, that's what held a lot of that together. Like I know enough about the movie that he's a big glue part of like the entirety of the movie. Yeah. So he is the heart. Yeah. And Goofy is that. Goofy is in even in relationship to the whole Disney universe. Goofy has always been that. Even yeah. in even in the infamous Kingdom Hearts. What does Goofy <laughs> have as a weapon? A shield. <laughs> Think about so, it, people. Think about it. I mean, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, oh man, what a fish. Like <laughs> what a cast. <laughs> What are you fishing for, Bo? The perfect cast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the perfect cast. Uh, which I know how to do that, too. I know how to do the Obviously. perfect cast. Yeah. I actually did it at a party once, and everybody laughed, because they're like, I can't believe it. <laughs> like, they laughed in, like, good spirits. They're like, not saying, oh, I can't believe this guy. They're like, that's awesome. That's awesome yeah. that you actually know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I am a little bit of... 
I, I was a little bit obsessive over this movie. But, like I said, going back to how this movie is, it it means a lot to not only just me, but, and I'm not speaking for the entire culture, but I'm, but it does mean I know a lot to, um, like, the black community. A lot of people saw, not just me, but a lot of people saw Max as kind of alt-black, almost. Like, mm-hmm. alternative black, where it's like, black kid who you know, would skateboard and, you know, listen to punk music and was into a lot of stuff like that, but also was, you know, knew about, you know, regular stuff, like, I guess, like Prince and was into all this stuff enough and could dance and all this, all this kind of stuff that, oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, a lot of people saw that as like, wow, that's me. And Max, I think it's cool. I don't know why anybody else doesn't think he's cool, because I think he's cool. I want to hang out with Max and PJ. PJ's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> PJ's, I love that relationship, too, of PJ and Max. PJ is just it's, Max's hype man. And I was like, that's kind of real, hilarious. Uh, uh, like uh, Peter Jay Parker slash uh, Ned or Miles Morales slash oh, Genki. I was going to say, like, Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it's definitely that. And it feels real. Like like we were talking about, a lot of these characters, like every one of these characters, even when they're overblown, feels like, okay, I know this. Per- I know this person. Like I yeah. said, the principal. I knew that principal. I'm not kidding. I knew that principal, would, which would be like, thank you, Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. You know, he would try to connect with the kids, and it was the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. That's always so Every rough. year, several youngsters approach me and say, Principal Mazer, what can we do to waste, not waste our summer vacation? I'm like, what kid does that? No kid does that. He made that whole thing up, and he knew it. That's why everybody was like, yeah, okay. But that's why that's so funny, because I knew adults like that. And mm-hmm. especially when they're talking to like kid kids like that, I know they're in high school, but you know, like I remember like middle school and high school that was like that, and it was like, wow, are are they serious? But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it because this is definitely a person that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people that didn't feel too real, and maybe it's just the school I went to, but the the jocks and the hot chicks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's no way. I feel no like that way. was either a little bit before our time or as a stereotype that was just invented in the 80s. It <laughs> like never the, really existed. That girl was wearing 80s clothing. I'm like, where are you? Where are you coming from? <laughs> yeah, but at, I was like, okay, that's probably not real. But yeah, like the main the main cast of dipshits, like uh, what's what's his face, who is the leading tower of cheese? Uh, I'm oh, just like Bobby, <laughs> like Bobby. <laughs> who who doesn't know someone who is in like the was, AV club or like a theater kid who is like was, exactly that energy? He was a straight up he was a straight up pothead. Let's let's <laughs> be real. He was he was the weed man. He was their weed man. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like <laughs> AKA the weed man. Oh, <laughs> or the hey Mazer, what's up, bro? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> don't give me that attitude guys i'm doing this all for you i'm like yeah okay he's their weed man it's it's yeah. funny yeah, yeah yeah he's great 
But I mean, uh, even him, even him, I knew kids like that. I knew well, guys like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I knew a couple of kids who had like <laughs> yeah. that energy. And I was like, yeah, this is even funny. But I knew even, we're talking about a lot of the guys. Like I knew Stacy. I knew, I knew a whole bunch of Stacy's. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is a Stacy. Uh, <laughs> um, I knew uh, Rock. I knew a couple Rock Sands that were just nice. They were just the nice, they looked like, relatively like good looking girls they were just nice they didn't really do too much they were smart because mm-hmm, if you remember mm-hmm. like roxanne didn't really do too much of nothing like she's just the nice girl type thing that everybody wanted to get I mean, with for some reason but <laughs> so like i do i, I kind of want to camp out a moment on roxanne uh-oh <laughs> oh here we go no no no. i mean there's there's nothing like uh scandalous Adam, can, about it yeah look I'm sure that for, she was Lola Bunny for some people. But I, I'm like, going to say that she was that for me for a while, though. Oh, not going to lie. Mm, saucy. Uh, not uh, really. Me, it's considering like, everybody. <laughs> I was like, ah, Roxanne, she's kind of hot. I'm like, yeah. The first scene opens up with her. And I was like, yeah, okay. I, we know where <laughs> you're going with this. Uh, that first <laughs> scene with the wear goof is like so fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> but like I think that Roxanne, like yes, doesn't have a ton of agency. Like isn't doing all that much in the story. Yeah. Um, I think that she's actually like a really charming. Uh, I I think yeah. the whole thing, it, their the relationship is just a really charming depiction of like a first crush. Like I think they're really it, cute it definitely together. Is. Well, it's it's funny because that's how it actually would go. It like yeah. they're both awkward. You 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 yeah. you try to be nice going up to the you know the the girl's house, knock on the door, her giant uh, dad is there, it's like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> it's like yeah. uh Hi, is Roxanne home? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're both awkward. They both she felt it, what's funny is she felt bad because she thought she was getting dumped. And I was like, mm-hmm. Aw, oh man, I, I feel that. I it's, remember it's the that. kind of thing where like so many of these kind of relationships in movies are like either it's like oh she's way too hot and she's out of my league and she's yeah. never going to notice me or you know so, some kind of variation where it's unrequited or like yeah. and this is like no they both like each other and they're both it's legit kind of yeah. awkward and like can't quite figure it out and they're neither of them really know what to do yeah. You know, neither it's not like one of them is experienced and has, you know, uh it's previous boyfriends or whatever. Yeah. Like they're both just like, uh in a way that I find like really like charming and relatable. Like, I don't know, I just find it sweet. It, it is like their first encounter, like when Max is in trouble and she's mm-hmm. like, go talk to him and you know, it you know, how their first interaction like that is so you hit it on the head. It's like, it's so sweet. It's like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I got that from Powerline. That's Powerline's new video. And they're like, yeah, I, he's, he's totally amazing. And I was like, oh yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then and that's exactly how I, back in the day, how I would ask girl. So yeah. I, I would immediately back it up. I would immediately go, you know, I want to ask you to the party. Of course, if you don't want to, I completely understand. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. All right. I'm fine. I'm I'm good. You ain't going to hurt my feelings. I'll be fine. I'm, I'm, 
you know, you can say no right now if you want. It's, it's not a I'm big deal. I'm selling fast to close. I should leave. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something like that. And it, it, I was like, that's you know something would I would do. If the earth, like, swallowed me up right now and I just, like, ceased to exist, I would, I'm not saying I want to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I don't want to be here, like, yeah. on this plane of existence. I thought you were going to say, be... I was like, I'm not saying I want to die. I just say I want to die. <laughs> like, you know. Am I oversharing? I feel like I'm oversharing right now. And she's like, well, you know what? I honestly think that you should die too because I would die with you <laughs> because yeah, I don't know great. how to respond to any of this. <laughs> is it sweaty in here or is it just me? Yeah. It, it's one of those things, but it feels genuine because it yeah. feels like a kid would do that. that yeah. So many films have kids that are adults. And I'm like, stop. Kids wouldn't act like that. I wouldn't act like that. I don't care how cool you think you are on the internet. You ain't that smooth around your crush. No. You are not. I don't no, want to hear kids it. Kids are not smooth. We're not. You're not smooth on purpose. You learn that stuff. <laughs> but you're supposed yeah. to go through all that nonsense to get to, oh, now I can add this card to, because this card works. I can add this to my game card, my game deck. <laughs> So I can whip out my game and actually use it properly. But you don't have yeah. any cards in the beginning. You have nothing. You got to acquire those cards by trading. Yeah. <laughs> my game deck is like black, blue, and it's like kind of a control deck. It's got a lot of enchantments and like yeah. some counter spells in there. Like that's my game. You can tell by the wife he has. He. <laughs> I was describing my wife's deck actually. I'm a I'm a red bird man. <laughs> Red all the way, baby. Maybe throw some green in there. <laughs> That's really funny. And I think you're, are you describing magic or are you describing Pokemon? Yeah, I'm describing magic. <laughs> I knew you were doing that. <laughs> you were doing that oh uh, man oh that's so good <laughs> that's so good because i kind of got what you were saying i was like wait a minute he's describing magic hmm. i think you just outed yourself bro <laughs> yeah i love that shit when i was a kid it's too complicated now they got See? too many back in my day it was called being unaffected by summoning sickness and now you kids got your haste and shit i don't even know what the fuck a planeswalker is someone's like you want to play commander and i'm just like commander i hardly even know her end scene that's the bit <laughs> all i did was play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> like i was that game was whack <laughs> see see he's talking about back in the day i did magic and i was like I thought that was for older kids back in the day. I was like, I don't want to go into that. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I'll play. I'll stay right here with my Charmander. And no, I didn't have Charmander. Charmander sucked. I, I had all water type, all water type, all day. Get, get some Gyarados up in that bitch. Yes, sir. Ultra Beam or Mega? What is it? Mega Beam or Ultra Beam? I think Hi it's Ultra. Hyper Beam. Hyper Beam. Hyper Beam. There's so many. There's so many beams now. So many beams. <laughs> so many beams. What, you think I'm going to fucking use a bubble beam? Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you clown. You played a Kakuna? What's Ew. wrong with you? Are you brain damaged? <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a Salamence up in there. Jesus Destroy everything. Christ. Dragon type. Dragon type, dragon type, dragon type. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm over here using my galaxy brain playing Scyther. You know why? <laughs> Because he's Pokemon number one, two, three, and he weighs 123 pounds. And I'm like, that's neat. That sounds like me. That's as much as I weigh. Also, it just looks fucking cool. I know. I'm Scyther just into is Scyther. cool, though. Yeah. I mean, until Blaziken came along, 
And it's like, wow, that's a firebird that can like that uses taekwondo and kicks and stuff. I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's kind of really awesome. And I've never been to like a fire type person. I've always been water type. But anyway, mm-hmm. enough about our <laughs> enough about our card game. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Sorry. <laughs> this this usually happens, but this is good. I mean, we were but, talking um, about cards. But um yeah, but circling back. That, like I, yeah. I found the uh, the relationship with Roxanne and and yeah. Max very sweet. Um and now I'd like to segue into the secret fourth question. Uh which is why is Powerline the fucking best? Uh. Why is he like the greatest <laughs> fake pop star that's ever been put to cinema so Um, good i mean i know tevin campbell that's definitely half of it like his voice (laughs) like just did it his voice voice. was perfect for it but um i i just spoke to a lot of the music of that of that general like not i don't want to say that generation but that basically culture back in the day it spoke to a lot of like I, I guess it spoke to a lot of us because it was a boy band, but not really. It was just one guy. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like I said, it was that it was a performance. I think it was a big part of just one having multiple songs in the movie. It wasn't just one song yeah. repeated like a lot of people do nowadays. Yeah, that's that can be frustrating. It, it was multiple songs. You could have like said, man, I want this album. Like you could have thought that it's I would like, buy a Powerline album. Yeah, I would listen to a Powerline album. And they for built sure. him up from the very beginning. I like the fact that he's like, "It's only Powerline, Dad, the biggest rock star on the planet." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool because yep. you keep referencing it. Everybody keeps like, oh man, you know, pay per view when pay per view is a thing. Mm-hmm. We're all having a, a get together to watch pow- the Powerline concert live on pay per view, which was a thing back in the day, and yep. the music was like." When they, you first get that, you know, the um, the standout uh, musical number. Um, yep. Not only uh, which, was which, it... Just a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, we did seriously consider uh, naming this podcast Eye to Eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As, as it, I think it's taken, isn't it? it? Bad SEO and also like one of the most popular... Uh, podcast with a, a variation of that name oh, you know yeah. lots of different ways to spell it was like a eye doctor podcast which i thought <laughs> was very funny that's <laughs> oh we don't really want to get confused funny. with the optometrists <laughs> Tune they'll in. fucking kill you it's, yeah they'll stab your eyes out you'll shoot your yeah, eye out serious but yeah um yeah it's uh i mean for me anyway um because I'm assuming this is like, you know, directed a little bit towards me. Um, for me, the music um, had a lot to do with the first musical number, which is Stand Out. I thought that was, it was real one, it was, I like when they do dancing in animation anyway. Uh, you, yes. I mean, you know this. Yes. I am a big advocate of uh, dance numbers, animated dance numbers. And yes. how well they're animated, especially if it's 2D, obviously, like they have a lot of 3D and, and stuff. And that's cool. Not trying to be realistic, not rotoscoping. Yeah. Like taking those moves and then pushing them, pushing the yeah. poses, pushing the timing. It, it's uh, it's fantastic to me. And I'm, you know, a huge like that's part of the reason why I wanted to get into animation, why I wanted to go yeah. 
to school for it and everything. And because I love the energy. I love the energy and the creativity. Like, like you said, with the rotoscoping stuff, that's all well and good. But I like creativity in dancing, in animated mm. dancing. Um, and especially if it involves character development. And with yep. uh, Standout, that is straight up Max character development. And I love it. I love Future. how he trips and like he's doing it in the background. He trips and he f- goes right through the screen. And I'm like, if I was there, I would be like, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I'm like, yeah, that was so awesome. It, it fit perfectly with the music and you could see it in his eyes. He's like, uh, cause that's, yeah. that's how anybody would be. But then he's like, you know, his, his friends are like goading him on like, yeah, boy, let's yep. go. And I'm like, you know what? That is hype. Like, that is straight hype. Like, if that happened in real life and your buddy was, like, going, you know, hard in the paint with something and, like, dancing or something. And then you knew that it was for a specific person that he or she liked or um, mm-hmm. who they liked mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, a crush. And then you would go to Ma and you're like, yeah, go, go, go. I'm like... Yeah, that I mean, that just puts a smile on your face of like, this is happiness, like for kids of people like a dream for a lot of kids back in, you yeah, know, when they absolutely. were that young of, oh, man, I'm popular now <laughs> type thing. Now, mind yeah. you, yeah, it, it is kind of a thing like that. But at the same time, it's him kind of stepping out and saying, you know, this is who I am. And, you know, that is a whole different theme in the movie, too, of this is who I am. Yeah. I am not just my dad but at the same it's, time i am proud to be a part of uh, be my dad <laughs> type uh, it's thing. interesting because specifically in the structure of disney renaissance films mm-hmm. like uh there's the famous uh, uh song composer whose name escapes me at the moment uh who who mm. wrote so many of these oh and i believe I I that he's the about, one but, who uh, coined the terms like the the I want song and the I am song. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, so but I forget the of... name too. I'll have to look that up uh, a little bit later. But yeah, oh, uh, but it it is kind of an I am song, which is really interesting because it's so early in the movie. Like in many ways, this is the moment of like Max self actualizing. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the first things that happens. And then the rest of the movie is him reconciling, like, this new version of himself with his relationship with his father. With his, yeah, with his dad. Um, and, and it's just, ah, it's really cool. Because, like, it's good. I mean, at the same time, it's showing you not only who Max is, but also who Goofy is. And yeah. how they're supposed to not only get along, but love each other as individuals. But also as a family, it, it is. That's why um, yeah. the song "Nobody Else But You." When you listen uh, to that song, it actually makes you kind of tear up because it's, it's really like, sweet. It is an extremely sweet movie. I mean, not movie, but uh, song. Sorry, an extremely sweet song because I was like, wow, it, it kind of moves you a little bit because you know, it, it's it's. It's a relationship that so many of us, I feel, kind of want with relatives mm-hmm. that we don't get a lot, that people want. That song is about like, um, like who they are as individuals. And I know a lot of people 
like have strained relationships with certain family members and whatnot. And it's hard, like when you have different people, like the world has different people and it's sometimes even harder when it's your family. And that's why a lot of people like pick their family as they get older and whatnot found families, but still I'm very susceptible to a found family story. Yeah. But, um, you know, as somebody who comes from a relatively big family and, you know, not my immediate family, really, but having strained relationships, eh, well, I would say some, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail, but with some of my, uh, my family, I've had rather strained relationships mm-hmm. with over the years and it's hard, but it, it's one of those things where you, you know, you want to keep your eye, the, you know who you are but also recognize who they are but also still love them in you know your own way but also not have a problem with them either and considering it's just max and his dad (laughs) it's not like he has any siblings it's just them two and it's you could see goofy's side of i don't want to lose my son but you can also you also see max's side as i want to be independent i don't want to turn into my dad type thing so and it's it's the kind of Thing where like I am uh, normally more susceptible to like the found family and uh, you know my kind of official stance is you shouldn't tolerate toxic people in your life even if they're family mm-hmm. but what makes this work and what makes this uh, kind of different to me is it, the song fundamentally is not just about like yeah we're family and so we should love each other it's a song about how relationships are work mm-hmm. and it doesn't come easily a lot no. of the time. It, it, um, yeah. It, it, I, I completely agree with you. I, um, and also, like, just to clarify, I am um, big on that, too, of not accepting toxic people, even if they're family, too. Um, but I'm not talking about toxic. I'm talking about difficult. Um, yeah. You could, you could be difficult, but not toxic. It's just being different. And because of those differences... People tend to be like either on both sides, tend to shut down, tend to be argumentative immediately and all this kind of stuff. It tends to cause issues. And sometimes a lot of those times issues are um, like uh, unwarranted if people just sit down and talk like Mm -hmm. most things. But yeah, good thing about that's another good thing about this movie. There's a lot of just sitting down and talking. I mean, it's yeah. hard, but it's it's not a movie where people act stupid because they refuse to have conversations. It's about people who try and fail to connect with each other, mm-hmm. you know, repeatedly. Um, it, and and that feels much more real to me. Oh, it, it is. It's straight like the argument that they have when they leave the, the amusement park. I yeah. was like, oh, man, Max, why are you doing that to goofy like that who feel like you hear it in his voice which kudos to the voice actor again who makes goofy like really sad (laughs) and i was like you know it but at the same time you get exactly why max is mad and Yeah. yeah is max being a little bit of a brat yes but at the same time like you get it still and but it goes back and forth legitimate grievance and yeah goofy did like fail to to get his consent with yeah. this you well, know and, yeah Max that's is the exact thing 
Yeah, that's exactly the that's exactly it. You understand why Max is mad and everything, but and that's why I said like, is Max being a brat? Yes. Does Max have a point? Yes. <laughs> also, yes. Type thing. Yeah. And but at the same time, you look at Goofy and he's like, I'm I'm trying to figure out. I thought this was fun. Like this was fun when me and my dad did it. And yeah. you're like me, right? And I'm, I'm starts, trying to. Gi- I'm giving you yeah. a gift. Yeah, and it's not like a mean gift. It's like I'm generally putting out my heart to you, type thing. Because yeah. I'm having fun, and I'm having fun because you're here. <laughs> yeah. It's like how can you be kind of mad at that? It's like I'm having fun because you're here. I wouldn't have nearly as much or be nearly as happy if you weren't here with me, to experience this with me, to have me experience this with you, type thing. And yeah. that's what makes the since we're you know we're kind of wrapping this up a little bit. That's what makes the finale so great. <laughs> it is. Is but my my last note before we get to yeah. the finale because I do want to talk about how great that finale is. Yeah. Is that like, uh, in a lot of ways, you know, I I may not relate in exactly the same way that you do with these characters, but something that like I do find very resonant is that for me and my wife. We've been together for 15 years. Oh, yeah. And we've been married for six. You guys are old heads. I talk all the time about how in, in our relationship, we very deliberately tell each other, like, hey, this is not a chain. You know, either of us are free to leave at any time. And if that happens, then we agree that we will part amicably and without making it a mess and without trying to harm each other. And every day we choose to be together. And it is both the easiest thing in the world. It's so easy for me to make that choice. Uh, And it's also constant work. Like it's constant upkeep. And, Mm -hmm. and both of those things are true at the same time. Um, and, And that's what I get from like this relationship is them, learning that like it is constant work and it is constant maintenance but it's also can be really good and i mean it's it's it's, it should be worth it yeah i mean it's i kind of equate it to almost kind of having kids too it's like it should be worth it it's work it is constant work but you know it's it's worth it for people i mean i don't have kids yet we don't have kids yet but Mm-hmm. For some of my really good friends who have like multiple kids now, and they're like around our age, and they're like, man, it 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 was so stressful, like just the just the pregnancy was so stressful. When that kid came, and I was in the hospital, and I was right there, and I held my kid, I bawled like a baby when I held him, and I was like, he's like, it just takes you over. You don't even know you have those emotions in you, and then it takes you over, and it's like, yep, I'll do whatever I can. It's going to be work, but I'll change that diaper a hundred times and all this kind of stuff like that. And yeah, yeah that's just kids, but it's, I it kind of say it with the same thing with like, um, relationships and not just romantic, but you know, all relationships, all relationships, yeah. friendships. It's like me and you, yeah. this <laughs> friendship that we have right here. I would drop you like a hot pot sticker. If it wasn't for the fact that I love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Asterisk. (laughs) Uh, 
but but I mean, you know, uh, seriously, you know, we've been friends for, I don't know, 12 uh, years. And like uh, the yeah, fact that we yeah. have maintained this relationship, like it, it's it, been a pretty it's close relationship and, and it's, yeah. you know, it, it can be work. And we like the conversations that we have are always comically long and in depth and, and, you know, yeah. what this podcast is. Um, but it's something that I find very worthwhile with you. Oh yeah, and so I, I uh, like it's uh, going to a little bit of context. Um, this is just a tiny, a tiny aside of our relationship back in the day. Is I like when we got out of like when we got out of college. Um, I think a little bit of time went by, and then Adam just all of a sudden decided, you know what? I'm just going to move to California. You want to mm-hmm. come with me? And I fought in my mind, like held, like to be like, oh, I really want to go. But I'm, to be quite honest, I was terrified because yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Adam had that spirit in him. He's like, no, nah, man, I want to go. <laughs> now, mind you, you also had your brother over there, I think. But That's true. Yeah, but I was like, I don't got... I don't know where we're going. And I only got my cousin and he's in LA. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, like he's going to, I'm just saying, Hey dude, like you mind if I come and crash with you? <laughs> and that's if we went yeah. to LA, like, I don't think you went to LA. Did you, you went to, um, yeah, yeah. I went to LA. I crashed oh, on Timon's th- couch. Shout out oh, to Timon. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> um and yeah i was like i mean even but back then i wasn't thinking how i was thinking now i was like still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed basically and i was like i don't know i don't know and that's always like a big thing i was like what if you know what if i did go but at the same time you know where where we're at right now is fine but i was like i'm so glad that we kept in contact even when you went all the way over there and we just kept in constant contact. What are you doing? How's it going? We had those still yeah. very long conversations and stuff. And yeah, it was, it, I know it was work on your end and work on my end because you like, you were moving around and doing stuff. And then you had um, like your wife go out there that, at the yeah. time, girlfriend, but now wife out there and she was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And you know, you guys were, boot bopping around went to san francisco was living in a shoebox and you said this sucks <laughs> and i was like <laughs> <It did suck. laughs> uh and but, for the record let's be clear uh me going to la was a disaster and i got absolutely <laughs> nothing out of it and shit sucked <laughs> so like you you lucked out like you probably <laughs> yeah i mean i had, had my own time there. i had my but own adventure it was here an adventure yeah i mean that's the thing it, i had my own adventures here um like on the east coast so you know but that's that's the cool thing about it we both had separate things and we both grew but at the same time we still had a connection that we kept Mm -hmm. like alive and it still goes on obviously to this day because we're doing this podcast uh, literally about that and making it a lot more regular (laughs) which is which is a good thing i guess which has been nice (laughs) yeah it's been nice to keep up and everything like that but um wrapping this around back to the goofy movie is that is literally that's what it's about and mm. that's why that's another reason why i think it's evergreen um 
it, it it just holds up. It's just the the relationship, the humor, everything like that. It, there's very little like cultural like memeage in that movie. Um, yeah, which is in a, contrast even to an extremely goofy movie, yeah. which feels much more specific. It yes. doesn't feel evergreen in nearly the same way. Oh no, it doesn't. I mean, um, and that's a testament because the extremely goofy movie is still good in its own way, but it's, it's not a lot of fun. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but it's nothing like it's original where it hits home that hard. Yeah. Um, which brings us to like the, the finale where it's such a Love feel it. good finale that it's actually probably one of my favorite finales in a, in a movie period, in a film period. Because yeah. it leaves you feeling like, yeah, this is deserved. This is deserved <laughs> type thing. Yeah, it's it's just a, a, a real feel-good story about a father and a son committing crimes like in a highly public place. <laughs> yeah. uh, causing huge amounts of property damage, injuries to, to staff in order to, to crash a live performance and the performer just being cool with it. Yeah, which and is everybody another cheering. <laughs> yeah. This is another testament to Powerline being the fucking best. Yeah, yeah. He just does the perfect cast. Yep, no he does the perfect cast, and it's like, mm. yeah, that one part where, like, Max, like, swings down, and he's, like, does his own thing, and I was like, yeah, that was so yeah, awesome. Great. Yes! Uh, and so, like, from, from a pure animation perspective, I also just want to give, like, a little shout-out to, you were talking about, like, how great that opening number is with Max oh, doing yeah. the Powerline dance. Uh, which it is. It's great. It's great, yeah. But seeing the comparison between Max doing an impersonation of Powerline, Powerline and Powerline, and then doing Powerline it himself. himself is just like, like, my yeah. God, he is on another level. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's this why he's animation Powerline. is fucking sick. Is the choreography, like, it's, there's actual choreography in that, yeah. in that dance. Like, it's not just like a he's doing the same move over and over again. No, he's doing a lot of stuff. And it's like, wow. And not only that, but it showcases um, how you, I mean, this is just my opinion, but it showcases how you do flexible ana like anatomy yes. very well and pushing it. Because obviously everybody's like, especially Goofy, is just like, rubber banding everywhere everybody could just slam them they, they have yeah. things landing on them and it he, just he's not quite rubber hose but yeah. like he his joints break and move in a way that yeah. distinctly isn't how things work but like yeah. just feels really good yeah power line is pushed to 11 because he's doing all this kind of stuff not only doing that but it looks good it looks like he's dancing yeah. it looks like you know, even his backup dancers are doing stuff and keeping up with him. And I'm like, yeah. shout out to those two backup yeah. dancer ladies yeah. because they're <laughs> yeah. killing it. That's awesome. It's so good. Um, it shows the world that they're in, the um, mm. like the character designs and everything. I think he's designed very well, too. And, yeah, I love his look. And it's just it, it's so great that it ends on that on a high note. Which, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but the previous scene was like, wow, this is such a downer. <laughs> but, yeah. but it ends on that note where it's just like, I mean, it doesn't end there. It has one more extra scene where, you know, the beat up car that should have shouldn't have existed. Yep. 
like they drive it back to it, Roxanne's house, which is actually a really sweet, I, sweet thing. But it does the blues mobile thing where it it survives exactly long enough to fall apart at the destination, <laughs> which is like a, a, a gag that I really enjoy. Yeah, and also it, it shows you how indestructible Goofy is, um, yeah. which I always enjoy uh, because Goofy is literally indestructible. Um, like the car blows up and Goofy's just standing there and he's like, nah, I lost my <laughs> shoes, but that's it. <laughs> uh, it's exactly like Jack Baker in Resident Evil 7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Max, you want to <laughs> see something wonderful? I was going to say, groovy. <laughs> groovy. Dad, that's not groovy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, okay, that's that's great. <laughs> We're gonna end that right there and give you, leave you with that image. Uh, for any yeah. for anybody who does a lot of art, make send us some fan art of that. Yeah, yeah please give us the Jack Baker slash Goofy <laughs> mashup that we've all been dying for. Do it. We dare you. We double dog dare you. Please that mod season. Uh, Resident Evil 7 so that Jack Baker has all goofy lines. Somebody's out there can do that. You guys put Thomas the Tank Engine in the, those games. Do yeah. it. You can put, do that. Don't yeah. turn Don't turn him into Goofy. Don't change the model. Just give him the lines. Oh, no. I want you to turn him into Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? He grabs you. <laughs> Come on, Max. And he just snaps your neck. <laughs> Come on, Max. Swinging just... a, like a, a shovel around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, you, we know you can do it. We know somebody out there can do it. You guys have all that time to do all these other mods. I believe in you. Oh, we we both believe in you. We want to see it. We want to yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's good for Goofy movie because obviously people have talked about this at length forever. But yeah. We, we brought a little bit of different perspectives on, at least I feel like we did. Yeah, we, we brought ourselves to it. And, yeah. you know, like, I think the movie itself stands up, stands alone. Uh, yeah. If you haven't watched it and you've been just listening to this, uh, it's definitely recommended. I think that it's got a lot of heart. I think it's really sweet. I think it's wonderfully animated. Um, yeah. But beyond that, it's just also a movie that was very, very special to you and consequently has become special to me <laughs> through you um, <laughs> i did it like i we enjoyed it boys. before but like <laughs> you you gave me a, a real appreciation for it um, yeah i mean it's it i i think the biggest thing is it holds up it holds up mm. almost universally because it's not just me who's saying that it's like a lot of people that are going back and saying nah this movie slaps and it still does yeah. it's still good and i can still like you know, watch this with friends, have a good time, sing the songs, do the dances and everything like that. Yep. Be like, yeah, this movie is. Uh oh, I'm going to use the, the three letter word, oh. three letter F word. This movie is fun. Oh, no, <laughs> it's bad criticism. <laughs> you can't say that here. You failed. Tell us, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Corey, if you try to say that one more time about a piece of media, you're going to end up in the electric chair. <laughs> Why'd you sound like Gilbert Godfrey then? Because <laughs> that's all, because my wallet, Sean and Gilbert Godfrey overlap like a whole lot. <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> and with that, 
I think that's I think that's about it. I think I think we're just gonna have to let it let it flow from here on out. Um, in the comments or whatever, or send us an email or whatever. Tell us how you feel about the Goofy movie because I know I know y'all feel some type of way, and I get it. Not every it's not gonna be everybody's favorite, but I'm not looking for favorites. I'm looking. How do you feel about it? How do you actually feel about it? If, especially if you're like, you know, you grew up in that era and whatnot. Have you gone back and watched it recently? Do you remember watching it with your family or like your friends or something? Like I said, I yeah. watch it with my family like over and over. And that's why we have a, you know, I have a special connection to my siblings, especially with a goofy movie. So, yeah. Tell us. Show us. Everything. <laughs> All at once. <laughs> everything everywhere. All at once. Uh... Yeah, so that was this episode. Uh, I have been Adam Bucheri. I'm an animator and game designer. You cannot follow me on Twitter oh. at Adam Bucheri because I have deleted my account due to stupid current events. Uh, it's a mess over there. This is a little time capsule. Uh, <laughs> who knows what this will look like in the future, but right now, currently, it's, it's a it's a absolute joke it's gone uh however i am a game designer and you can find my tabletop games on boo cherry that's boo like ghost cherry like fruit dot itch dot io okay and i have been Corey revis uh, i'm an illustrator and comic creator um you could have found me on uh twitter too uh but i don't even post anything on twitter anymore or yeah, that's fine don't worry yeah, about so it. I'm like, I'm not even worried about it. So um, if you happen to just listen to one of the old ones, you can find me there. But I don't really do that. I don't really do the Twitter thing anymore either. Um, but I am always on Instagram um, at E-A-R-T-H-U-R underscore one. That's Earther one on Instagram. You can find me there, though. Uh, and I'm starting to post more art on there too. So, ooh, All right. So, uh, yeah. until next time, maybe love is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing things eye to eye. Boo. Talk to you next time. <laughs> that was the sign off for the Ultimate Dimension podcast where we called it eye to eye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we are the, the eye doctors now. We are the eye doctors yeah. now. Uh, also, go and get your con your prescription checked. You might yeah. need, it can change from year to year. Not me, though. I've been negative three for fucking ten years. And Easy I need street to get for me. And I need to get new glasses, like, tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh, brutal. Uh, okay, well, I love you, dude. We'll talk Always. We'll talk again soon. All yeah. right. <laughs> See ya. If we listen to each other's heart, the will never too far apart. And maybe love is the reason why for the first time ever we're singing it as And the, the third question is just... I'm going to drop a marker here because I didn't actually okay. think of a third question. <laughs> <laughs>